0: enjoy. Well, welcome. Hey, if we've never met before, my name is Forrest, and I am one of the pastors uh, here on staff, and it's great to be here with you today as we are continuing in our series called GOAT, Greatest of All Time. And this term, right, it's usually used to describe athletes, but one of the things that I think is the GOAT is the awesome city that I grew up in right here, the city of Milwaukee, and I thought it'd be fun to show you exactly why you should be living here. Well, the first thing we have is the greatest motorcycle of all time, right? Harley-Davidson is made here in the city of Milwaukee. The greatest music festival of all time, where like a million people come together to hang out on our lakefront. The greatest four-sided clock of all time at the Allen Bradley Tower Rockwell Automation. Uh, And we've got the greatest root beer of all time, Sprecher Root Beer, and uh, their beer's not bad as well. But this is what really makes Milwaukee the greatest city ever. That is the greatest iced dairy product of all time, which is frozen custard. And since I'm a Southside guy, it has to be Leon's, and that is fantastic. But the goat that we're talking about in this series has nothing to do with being the greatest city of all time or the greatest athlete of all time. What we're talking about is Psalm 23, what we believe is the greatest scripture of all time. And our goal in the series is to take the goat and to walk through it together because the more that we understand and apply it, the more that we discover a great way to personally connect with God. And no matter where you are in your faith journey, if you haven't even begun a faith journey, I think that we all want to personally connect with God. And today, I want us to begin by doing what we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, and that's reading Psalm 23 together. So let's read this together. In Psalm 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. forever. Heavenly Father, be with us today, and be our shepherd. And it's in your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, if you missed the first week, we talked about how we are all sheep in this story, which is not a compliment, but it's reality. And that's not a bad thing, because if we're willing to admit that we are sheep, then we're open to ourselves up to this need for a shepherd. And not just a shepherd, but the Lord is my shepherd. And then in week two, we talked about the idea of rest and how we all need this in our lives. But we need the right type of rest, uh, the type that refreshes our soul. And today, I, I want to highlight the second part of verse three. You know, he guides me along the right paths for his namesake. He guides or leads me on the right path. And here's why I want to talk about this today, because I know a lot of us struggle with the idea that, am I good enough? You know, a lot of us probably ask ourselves this question, does God really love me? Well, I have. And here's what I want you to get out of our time together today, that the right path is not about avoiding the bad. It's about getting to the good. You know, before I became a follower of Jesus, uh, I looked at faith and religion as a set of rules that told me what I couldn't do. And maybe you do too. You know, it took me years to understand that God is your good shepherd, that he wants to take you to the good places and he's not mad at you if you've been in the bad places. Believe me, because I have been in many. And I know this is gonna be a shock for you to hear, but but I wasn't always the model rule follower. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of my personality traits is disobedience, and, you know, non-compliance, and that trait has really gotten me in a lot of trouble and a lot of bad places over my life. I'm talking about the principal's office as a kid to jail as an adult. You know, I'm lucky to be live, I'm lucky to be married, but God, he simply wants to get you out of the bad places and to the good places because he knows what's good for you. you know, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about this idea of a shepherd. And one of the most important tax, tasks of a shepherd is to keep the sheep moving from one place to the other. Because sheep, they're content with staying in the same place. And after they've eaten all the grass where they're at, The sheep are actually pretty stupid and they continue to eat down into the dirt and the sticks and the stones and they get sick. So the shepherd's job is to say, hey, I've got to look ahead and I've got to move them to a new pasture. I've got to get them from the place that they're at to a place that is ultimately best for their lives, somewhere else for their own good. See, the right path is not about avoiding the bad. It's about getting to the good. You know, it's about God wanting the good stuff for you. But the problem is sheep are sheep and sheep are stupid. And at times we act like sheep, and and I'm not saying this to insult us, but the reality is that we don't always make the best decisions on our own. You know, I think that's fair to say. You know, they've done a lot of health uh, studies on people who get the news from the doctor. You know, news like, hey man, if you don't change your diet or exercise patterns, you're going to die. And a vast majority of people, they just don't care or, or they don't feel like this is the reality, and they don't do anything about it because not dying, man, that is not a compelling enough reason them to change. And what this sh- psalm should do for you is, is not give you a compelling vision for avoiding hell or the naughty things in life. The vision of it is about getting to the right path, and that's about getting to the good. So how do we get on the right path? Well, today I want to give you three practical steps that I think all of us can take to get on the right path. And number one, the right path is about going in the right direction. Now, let's just take a moment right now and look inside ourselves. Where's your life headed? I mean, generally speaking, where is it headed? And I know our lives, right, over time, our lives are not always going to be a straight path, right? Nobody's on the right path all the time. But I'm betting right now that some of you who I'm talking to would say, you know, Forrest, I'm pretty sure I'm not headed in the right direction. And if that's true, then one of two things are also true. Either you're wandering in the wrong direction because you're wandering away from the right shepherd or you're actually following the wrong shepherd. It's one of those two things. See, either you're wandering away from the right shepherd, which could be for several different reasons, or or you're following the wrong one. So who are you letting lead your life? You know, is it culture? Is it your coworkers? Is it people on social media? Is it a specific political party? See, this is the question that I want you to really think about. Who am I really following? And the reality is that we're all following something. Even if we don't want to admit it, And maybe this is the thing that you put up on your screensaver this week. But this question is, who am I really following? You know, if we want to be on the right path, we have to follow the right shepherd. You know, we cannot follow a culture that does not follow God. You know, we don't want to be led by the world's opinions of what's right and what's wrong. Because they change their minds all the time. You know, when I was growing up, uh, there was this rule that everybody knew that you couldn't swim for an hour after you ate because you would get cramps and, and maybe drown. And later in life, as I was on a swim table, I realized that that's simply not true. In fact, we ate specific meals before we swam that helped us perform better. And maybe some of you think this rule is still true, but, but the reality is it's not true. You know, People are always going to change their minds. And we definitely don't wanna be led by feelings and emotions, man, because right now we're in this crazy time full of feelings and emotions. Right, we've been in this COVID reality for a year now. And maybe we ask ourselves every morning, well, how do I feel today? Was well, the virus better or worse? Was well, the stock market better or worse? Well, how do I feel today? I mean, is the virus good or bad? I don't know. You know, it depends on which channel you watch or, or, or even which country you live in. You know, more than ever, I know I need to be led by something that's stable, far more stable than my feelings and my emotions, because my feelings, they're constantly going up and down. And we need a guide. Who knows what's best for us and knows how to get us there. You know, one of the things that my wife and I love to do together is travel around the world. You know, we love seeing and experiencing the different cultures. And about 10 years ago, we went to Puerto Rico for the very first time and we rented this car to drive us across the island. And, and when we drive somewhere where we've never been before, I typically drive and my wife, Tracy, she typically is the navigator. You know, she likes to navigate with the app Waze, but I'm old school. I need to see this physical map because it gives me the picture of where we're going. And so we're ready to head across the island in Waze. It tells Tracy for us to take the center of the island expressway. But I see this cool little road that takes us all the way around the island uh, up to the top, right along the coast. And it looks so much cooler than the freeway down the middle. So I said, let's go for it. Well, guess what happened? After a couple hours of driving, we find ourselves lost on top of this mountain in a village where nobody speaks English, and our Spanish at the time was subpar at best. But it turns out that this is where the road ends, and we had to backtrack back to the freeway. See, we were lost because I didn't trust ways or my wife to guide us. I thought I knew better, and I guided us in the wrong direction. And going in the right direction, it's allowing the right shepherd to guide us. See in puerto rico i didn't what and who you listen to will determine the direction of your life and in psalm 23 it says he our lord guides us you know just like a shepherd doesn't make a sheep guess what pasture to go to next god he's going to guide you he's going to be with you he's going to show you so how do we head in the right direction by following the right shepherd to the right place secondly the right path is about the right decisions you know, I know making that right decisions can sometimes be very difficult. And Dallas Willard, he said it this way. How do the sheep get lost? Well, one bite at a time. You know, ooh, that looks good over there. You know, but now that looks great over there. But right here, you know, this looks fantastic. And we've all ended up in bad places and off the track. And then we get surprised to find ourselves there. We ask this question, you know, how did that happen? Well, it didn't happen because you were led over there. It happened because you decided to go over there. So you made a choice to start in that direction. And for many of us, we think, you know, I want to have the fullest life I possibly can. You know, I want to have the best pastures in my life forever. I want peace. I want hope. I want joy. But we aren't interested in making the right decisions in order to get us there. And you know what happens at that point? God, he's got to try to drag us back onto the right path. And I don't know that right now. You know, especially during this time, I've had conversations with many of you. There's just a lot of stuff that is starting to come to the surface, stuff that's always been there, you know, stuff that we buried in our busyness and in all the things that are going on. You know, there are some secrets that we've held back from our families, there's you know, some hurts that we've withheld from our spouses, some things from our childhood that we've never really been honest with ourselves about. And maybe lately we've had some time for a little more time for introspection and then now that we find ourselves at this crossroads and we've got to ask ourselves, am I going to keep going down the wrong path? Am I going to keep making the wrong decisions? Or am I going to make the right decisions to get back on the right path again? I know for many of us, there are going to be some really hard decisions in front of us. And maybe they're going to be humbling and maybe they're going to be embarrassing. But I promise you that you'll never regret. Listen to me. You will never regret making the right decision. The right path is worth it. The right path is about getting to the good. All right, so the right path is about the right direction, right decisions, and right routines. Right routines. You know, one of the things that I love in this world is sports. And one of the things that I love is the leadership and life lessons that you learn from sports. Did you get the opportunity to watch uh, the ESPN documentary on MJ, Michael Jordan? Yeah, it was uh, a pretty popular COVID binge. And one of the things that I was looking forward to as I was watching it was trying to figure out, okay, what made Michael Jordan such a great player? Right? What made him the GOAT? What made him so different? And for Jordan, it wasn't just his raw talent. You know, It was his discipline, his routines. You know, After every single one of his games, win or loss, Jordan's trainer, he used to ask him this one simple question, five, six, or seven, which meant what time are we hitting the gym tomorrow? You know, no matter what happened the night before, good or bad, win or loss, he was in the gym working out, trying to get better every morning while most of the guys in the NBA slept. That is discipline. And for many of us, we want to be the best player at the game, or, or we want to be the goat at something, but we don't want to practice. You know, what is one of the most famous lines that retired NBA player Allen Iverson is known for? And maybe you can even hear him saying this. Practice? We're talking about Practice? Well, how many rings did Iverson end up with? Zero. So he had all the talent in the world, but not the right routines. And it's about the right routines. Why are routines so important? Because they're what actually helped keep us on the right path. And a lot of you are doing this already by being in a ridge group or a rooted group or, or by starting and ending your day just reading Psalm 23 and spending a little bit of time in scripture. That's a right routine. And some of you have done it and your life has changed a lot. You know, you sleep better. You had a better day yesterday because you started and ended it with the Word of God. So I wanna challenge you with this. Do you have a right routine? Do you have faith-building friends in your life? Do you read the Bible regularly? Do you pray every day? And here's what I wanna challenge you with. If you haven't gone through Rooted yet, which is an awesome small group that'll help you understand the foundations of following Jesus, and at the same time, establish some right routines in your life, you need to sign up for and attend our next Rooted. This will help you more than anything else could right now, because this will get you in routines that are helping you stay on the right path or even get on the right path for maybe the first time. So make a plan and get a right routine to go with your right decisions and your right direction. Directions, decisions, and routines. That's how we stay or get on the right path. But here's the thing, and it's honestly a really hard thing. So many of us are perfectly content just being where we are, right? We don't want to change, especially us dudes. You know, guys, when I think back to my life 12 years ago, this was before I was a follower of Jesus, let alone a pastor. I was working in the corporate world and I was not a happy sheep. You know, I felt something was missing. And I was challenged to join a Ridge Group by my wife. And I didn't want to go. Like, I didn't want to hang out with a bunch of people and talk about God and life and stuff. But she was my wife. So I went anyway. And I met someone who helped me find what was missing in my life. Jesus. And he helped me get some right routines in my life. Now looking back, it is amazing to see what God has done. You know, I'm not perfect, but I'm a better father. I'm a better husband. I'm a follower of Jesus. I've got great people to do life with. I've got an amazing job that allows me to do the same for others that someone did for me. And only God could have had that plan for me. And I'm telling you, you should trust the right shepherd because the right path is not about the bad. It's about getting to the good. But the problem is that we're all sheep. You know, we're messy. We're dirty. We've listened to so many of the wrong people, and we've made so many of the wrong choices. But guess what? We're not the first or the only ones to have that happen. But if we're really going to be set free by this idea of the Lord being our shepherd, we have got to understand the phrase that's at the end of the verse we're studying today. He guides me along the right path for His name's sake. See, this is so good. The idea that it's about God's goodness and not about my own goodness. It's about God's glory, not my glory. It's about God's power, not my power. This is the key to joyful Christian living and transformation. You see, if I think it's about my own goodness, right? then when I'm struggling, or struggling, when I'm stumbling, or when I fall off the right path, and when I think I'm off that path forever, God, he reminds me of this. It's not about my goodness. It's about God's goodness. It's about God's strength and God's power not about my strength and my power. In my weakness, God is strong. In my frailty, He is powerful. In my lack of faith, He is faithful. This, for the sake of my name, becomes an acre. It becomes this gravitational pull that lets me believe that although I am weak and frail, the Good Shepherd is leading me beside still waters, not because I deserve it, but because He is good. And He leads me to green pastures and a desert wasteland, not because I'm worthy, but because he is generous. See, sometimes we get stuck in this place where we're headed towards destruction or even death. How do we get out? Well, that's the beauty of Christianity. Jesus, he came to get us out and he came to create a way for us to stay out. In John 10, Jesus talks about himself being the shepherd. In John 10, he says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me. And I know the father. We have the ability to have that kind of relationship with Jesus. And I laid down my life for the sheep. That's how we stay on. See, he paid the price. And I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. He's talking about us. And I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice. And there will be one flock and one shepherd. You know, again, the right path is not about avoiding the bad. It's about getting to the good. And let me add this. He is not only leading you to the good. He paid the price of admission to the good. You know, and it's not about your goodness. It's about his so should we make the right routines? Absolutely. Because it's going to lead us to the good place. Should we make the right decisions? Absolutely. Should we go in the right direction? Absolutely. And when we're following him, these things are going to come naturally. And when we get off track, he's going to bring us back. Because it's not about us. It's about his name's sake. He came to free you from those addictions, from that heartbreak, from that insecurity that you're feeling today. So that you could be on the right path and you could be at home with God. And here's the really cool part. He came to not just give us victory at the end of our lives when we get to go to heaven someday where it's green pastures and still waters and we don't have to worry about anything. He came to give us this peace now and this joy now so that we don't have to wait. He wants to have a relationship with him now, right now in this moment that is available to us. See, it's not about avoiding hell. It's not about not dying. It's about living And if you follow Jesus, you don't have to worry because he wants to lead you on the path that guides you to the good. Let me pray for us. Father, I just thank you so much for the words that you gave us here in Psalm 23. And I thank you that you want to be our shepherd and that you will guide us in the right direction. You will guide our decisions and you will guide our routines. So God, as we leave here today, just help us remember those words and and help us dig in and really take the steps to do this, to move in the right direction, to make the right decisions, and to have the right routines. We know it's not going to be easy, but through you and your son, we'll be able to do this. And it's in his name we could pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Rich Community Churches podcast. If you live in Southeast Wisconsin, we'd love to host you at one of our weekend services. For directions, service times, and more about our kids' and students' environments, visit us at theridgecc.com. That's theridgecc.com.